So I've used this example before, but I remember hearing uh, a while back a person giving a talk and they wanted to, to make a certain point. And so they asked this question. They said, how do you eat an elephant? How do you eat an elephant? And the people listening to the talk looked somewhat confused. Firstly, why on earth would you want to eat an elephant? And secondly, uh, how, how do you eat an elephant? And then the, the speaker replied, you eat an elephant one bite at a time. One bite at a time. The idea is that we can accomplish great things uh, with little steps. You, how, do you, how do you scale a mountain? How do you scale Everest? Well, one step at a time. How do we get a degree? Well, one day of study at a time. How do we achieve anything of greatness? One step at a time. Today is the Feast of All Saints. And I think, especially for us Irish, we're somewhat self-deprecating. We kind of push ourselves down. We always complain about uh, our, ourselves and our own country. And if we're, ever given, if we're ever given a compliment, we brush it off immediately. We're not good at, at taking affirmation if someone says you're very good at something. Oh, terrible, you're stop, oh, stop, 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 go away. We're not good at, at, at taking affirmation. It's very different if you've, ever, if you've ever been to America and you compliment someone or affirm someone. Um, they probably agree with you. <laughs> you say you're great at something, thank you, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> There's a, a different sense of kind of self-confidence. For us Irish, we were fairly self-deprecating. The issue, or another, one of the many issues with that, is when it comes to the question of sanctity, being a saint, we automatically exclude, our, exclude ourselves. We say, I can't, I couldn't, it won't happen, I'm not good enough, um, it's not for me. And then in doing so, we can often kind of fool ourselves into thinking, nor is it even the goal, nor is it even my calling. Okay, so, so becoming a saint, if, if it's not even our goal, if it's not even something that we desire, well then it's very hard to get there. It's very, very difficult to get there kind of by accident or just following the flow of, where, of wherever life takes us, that will not lead us to sanctity. So sanctity, it, it is what we are called to do and, and to be, to be saints. Why? Because <coughs> Jesus himself says, if we want to be a follower of his, what must, what must we do? Renounce ourselves, take up our cross, and follow him. So renounce ourselves, take up our cross, and follow him. We, we must become saints. How do we get into heaven? By becoming saints. Now we have to kind of clarify that one as well. We only get into heaven uh, through the grace of God. But the grace of God needs our collaboration. So say for example we receive Holy Communion, absolutely fantastic. Does receiving Holy Communion make you a saint? Well no, it doesn't. Otherwise, you know, the Catholic Church would be a, a, a church of saints, We'd, Orthodox Church similarly. We receive the Lord, and yet we don't become saints. We don't become saints overnight. We don't become saints immediately. Why? Because the problem isn't, is the Eucharist good enough, strong enough? Does it contain enough grace? Is it really uh, God or not? It, we're, we're, we're confident that, that, that Jesus suffices, that the Lord provides everything we need. The issue isn't him. The issue is me. The issue is me. Do I want to change? Do I allow the Lord to change my heart? Do I give him permission to, to prune things out that aren't necessary and to introduce things that will help me? Do I allow him to be God? The issue is not God. The issue is always us. It's me. Do I allow God to make me a saint?
every day before Mass, I was just thinking about it in the sacristy today, when uh, a priest puts on his stole, traditionally the priest would actually kiss the stole uh, before putting it on, as a sign that while, yes, we're priests, we serve the priesthood. And the, the, the stole is, it represents priestly authority. So we kiss that to show that we're serving that. That such, I'm not a, a priest in the sense that uh, I can command and dictate and decide what the church believes or teaches. No, I have to serve all of that. I have to serve the Lord. I have to serve the teaching of the church. I have to serve the priesthood. So similarly, in our lives, in our, in our calling to become saints, uh, this is something that, that we're called to do. We're called to serve the Lord. So it's only by his grace that we can become saints. Our, our efforts are necessary, though. So God's grace and our efforts, that's how we become saints. And how, how does that happen? One bite at a time, one step at a time, one decision at a time, one day at a time. So every day is made up of so many small decisions. And this is where sanctity is lived out. This is where holiness is lived out, in the ordinary things of the day. Just as I was thinking about this this morning, I thought there's one particular saint, well, he's a blessed, but I think he particularly shows how this is possible, how this is doable also uh, in our own day. So this young man, Carlo Acutis, uh, born in England and eventually uh, settled in, to Italian parents, uh, but eventually settled uh, back in Milan, in Italy. And he seemed like a very special guy altogether. Uh, when he received his first Holy Communion, uh, he wanted, he had a great desire and a great love to receive Jesus in Holy Communion. They went to Mass as often as he could afterwards, daily when possible. What's kind of interesting about this is that his parents weren't necessarily the most practicing. Uh, this, is, this would be their own statement and confession as well. Uh, they went to Mass for the major feasts, you know, if there was something going on or a uh, wedding or a funeral or, or Christmas or that. But they weren't like prayer group attenders or pilgrimage attenders and those kind of things. Uh, Carlos seemed to pick up this faith just because of the sensitivity of his soul. After receiving Holy Communion, he had this profound love for Jesus in the Eucharist. As he then grew up and uh, became a teenager, uh, even in his early teens, he thought he wanted people to know the love of Jesus in the Eucharist and to know uh, what the Eucharist was, like, or who the Eucharist was. But this is Jesus himself. And so uh, because of his interest and fascination in Eucharistic miracles and also because then of his uh, sharp intellect when it came to computer programming and that, he built a website which exists to this day uh, listing and describing all of the various Eucharistic miracles around the world. So people then from wherever they were could access this website and see where the Lord had shown in, in Lanciano, Buenos Aires or others, how, how real the Eucharist is, these various Eucharistic miracles. So he had a, using his, his God-given talents, uh, his intelligence, his computer uh, programming ability for God's glory. Interestingly, like he wore jeans and Nikes and uh, he... He liked gaming, computer gaming, but he would also regulate that in order to live that with a certain amount of discipline. So he'd limit his, his gameplay for, to a couple of hours a week, so he wasn't up into the wee hours of the morning uh, gaming and then going into school hanging. That, that wasn't him at all. He knew how to be disciplined, even in his love for that. 
Carlo was diagnosed with leukemia. We see these kind of situations, and people have often asked me as well, you know, when it comes to, to suffering in the world, why children or why young people? Or like it's, 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 don't get me wrong, it's, it's bad if anybody gets cancer, but it just seems that bit more tragic if a young person gets it and hasn't even lived their lives. This young man at the age of 14, 15, with the illness of leukemia, weakening his body, He dived even more deeply into the heart of, of Jesus. And it, it just th there are some really beautiful quotations from this young man. Our goal must be the infinite, not the finite. The infinite is our homeland. We are always expected in heaven. Another expression, another quotation from him is, all people are born as originals, but many die as photocopies. We're all born as originals. Sometimes we die, we just try to become like everybody else, like everything else, and then we lose that, that spark of originality, that, that, that beauty that God has given to only us, and just try to become like everyone else. So he knew how to be different in a good way. He was also very selfless from a, a fairly well-to-do family, but he would dedicate a lot of time to the service of the poor and the homeless in his city of Milan. Carlo died at the age of 15. He died from leukemia at the age of 15. Again, but on the externally, it just looks like a, a tragedy, a waste. Before he died, he said, to always be united with Jesus, this is my plan of life. To always be united with Jesus, this is my plan of life. I am happy to die because I've lived my life without wasting even a minute of it on anything unpleasing to God. These are the words of, of a saint. He's, he's blessed at the moment. God willing, he will be uh, canonized uh, in the future. Dying at the age of 15, in our own day, 2006, not that long ago, and being able to say words like that, we see that you don't have to be a martyr or write uh, a summa theologica, you don't have to found an order. You don't have to do anything externally spectacular. Just live each day out of love for the Lord and let him be God in our lives. That we can enter into this eternal exchange of love, that, that I can, when I come to Mass, I can receive the Lord's love. And when I receive Holy Communion, that I can return his love. That, that our faith becomes far more about love than about rules that I can understand to a, obviously a limited degree how much I'm loved by God and that I can respond to his love with mine and then everything I do in the church and everything I do during the day is just a, a, a service of that love I just I, I want to serve God in all I do I want to renounce myself in order that he can have a greater place in my heart and this if I'm a, a priest religious married single it doesn't matter, just to live for God. That's, that's our calling. And as we said before, our collaboration with this is essential. We cannot become saints on our own. At the same time, we do have a, a myriad of angels and saints praying for us. 
And every time we pray Hail Mary, we say, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now. Pray for us now. Pray for me now. Pray for me when I'm feeling weak. Pray for me when I'm feeling tempted. Pray for me when I'm feeling lost, alone, depressed, addicted. Pray for me when, when I'm, I feel like giving up. Pray for me when, when I'm ill. Pray for me when, when old age is wearing me down. Pray for me now. And pray for me when I die. That I'll be ready to accept that gift of God's mercy and to present to him my life just as it was. When that great day comes, may our lives be filled with actions motivated by love of God and all done for his greater glory that he might welcome us into his kingdom of everlasting happiness and say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Come and enjoy the gift of the Father's house.